You're listening to a message from Impact Student Ministry, a middle and high school-oriented production of The Summit Church. All right, all right. Impact, high schoolers, welcome back. I feel like we got some weekend vibe in here. I love this. And as we get started tonight, I have a question for you guys. Here you go. Think about it before you shout out the answer. You know we always start with questions, but hey, do people ever do things to get on your nerves? I really, I, <laughs> I thought I said think about it before you guys just shout out an answer. Goodness gracious. Okay, uh, I heard my brother. I've heard a lot of things. Yes. All right, just out of curiosity, what are some of those things people do to get on your nerves? <laughs> you, you had to be there. I'm sorry. All right. Thank you, Caroline, very much. Uh, yeah, what do people do to get on your nerves? I don't like when people pop their knuckles, and I'll say it, and then people like, everyone will stop talking. Oh, no. She said the old pop your knuckles. Is everybody popping their knuckles now around her? Oh, my goodness, that's terrible. Doesn't that cause arthritis or something, like down the road? That's what I heard. I, I, hey, listen, don't get mad at me. Get mad at Father Time, okay? Yes, yes. What do people do to get on your nerves? Chewing loudly. Chewing loudly. All right. I love that. That's actually one of my wife Whitney's biggest pet peeves. So Whitney cannot stand it whenever I get, like, peanut butter and I eat it by the spoon, and all of a sudden I go up behind her and I go, So if y'all want to have fun with, uh, with Whitney, my wife, just go ahead and act like you're chewing and smacking really, really loud. It's very obnoxious to her. I'm sure she'd appreciate that, y'all. Yes. Uh, yes, ma'am. What you got? My siblings. My siblings. Yes. Fact. Anybody else? A lot of us. Yeah. A couple more. A couple more. Yes. Some being a busy body. All right. That's great. That's great. Yes. Your cat. Oh, you got a cat. What's, that's your problem. You got a cat. It, Come on now. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What, you know, I hope your cat lives for a really, really long time, and it's a very, very happy, furry animal. Yes? I, I like cats, but my dad was allergic, so I never could have one growing up. So, all right, uh, last two right here. Yes. People speaking over you. Yeah, that's, uh, hey, I think I had that problem sometimes in here. Oh, uh, you like that? That's good. Yeah, last one. People being loud on the bus. Yeah. That's a problem. Hey, I know there's a lot more issues and things that get on people's nerves in here. I'm very aware of it. I, I love the examples you guys gave. Um, high schoolers, sophomores, juniors, seniors, you guys probably can't stand it when Grandma Moses pulls out in front of y'all when you're on the road, and you're going the speed limit, and they pull out and they go like 13 or 14 miles per hour. Right? That drives you insane. I, I, I get it. I believe you've probably been there. Hey, some of you guys... Uh, you know, with breakups, you know, one of the best lines from a breakup that always got on my nerves growing up was a girl would say, you know, no, no, it's, it's okay. It's, it's not you. It's me. You guys have been there, right? Get on your nerves. Uh, you guys said siblings already. You guys already said siblings. Uh, something else that I know gets on a lot of our nerves is when you have a sibling, an older brother, maybe your older sister who's like the golden child. They do everything right. Or, or maybe you have a, uh, a friend you know, or like a best friend or something, and when it comes to science or geometry or math or, well, everybody loves history, so I'm not going to mention that class, or English, but like a class that is a hard subject for you, don't y'all have friends and it gets on your nerves when they just get it and they don't have to study? That just drives me insane. I'm like, they just get it just like that. Hey, a, cu a couple other things for us. Hey, guys, stay with us, stay with us. It could be, it could be sports. Yeah, they made the team, you didn't. They got the lead part in a play, you didn't get in the play. Uh, maybe they got the job, maybe they got into the school you wanted to go to. 
right? Maybe their relationship is perfect and yours is doo-doo. I, I don't know what it is. But I bet we've all had things in our lives where things just get on our nerves. They bother us a lot. Hey, and if we're not careful, sometimes these things that get on our nerves, they can cause this thing called tension. You guys ever heard tension before? Tension's like conflict. It's like a problem. It's like a pretty big issue. And if we're not careful, right, these, these things that cause tension can all of a sudden be a big deal. And it can ruin friendships. It can ruin relationships. It can ruin relationships with families. Right? It can ruin the way you see yourself. We've got to be very, very careful when it comes to this idea of how we see other people and this thing known as tension. So what I want us to talk about and think about tonight, by the end of the night, hopefully we have a better answer for this. How do you respond to tension? When you have problems, when things don't work out the way you want them to, most, most particularly, y'all, when they don't work out the way you want them to with somebody else, when you don't like somebody, and you guys aren't uh, on the same page, you don't agree, you're not friends anymore, they're your ex, dun, 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 right? Yeah, I, I, whatever the tension is for you. Guys, how do y'all respond to those situations? Because, hey, in this series known as Famous Last words, we are going to be looking at a lot of Jesus's famous last words. And if you're here tonight and you're not really sure about Jesus or God, you came just to hang out. Thank you so much for coming. It's wonderful to have you here with us. I'm sorry we're a little bit crazy, but we are going to have fun. Hey, and what we're going to talk about tonight still works. It will still apply to you because I guarantee you're going to have tension in your life. I don't care who you are. Everybody's going to have conflict. Everybody's going to have things in our life that aggravates us and bothers us and drives us up a wall. So how do you respond? If you're not sure about God and Jesus, we're talking to you. We got some great points for you. If you are a follower of Jesus in this room, then you have no means to say, yeah, he's not talking to me. I am talking directly to you right there in your jeans or whatever. You're sitting right there in your cowboy boots, right? You, I, I'm, I'm getting at you right there, right now. Okay, so as we get rolling with this tonight, guys, I want us to look at uh, this guy by the name of John. Everybody say John. John. Yes, not your friend John. I think we had a John who sits up here a lot. Is John here tonight? No? No? Okay. Well, John. John's probably home on the John. I don't know what he's doing. Okay. But, hey, here's the deal. Guys, we're looking at this, uh, this book by, by a guy by the name of John. Um, he wrote a gospel, and it, basically it was like this really, really cool journal entry and diary. It was like a whole book that he wrote about this guy by the name of Jesus. And he followed Jesus, and he said, I want the whole world to know about Jesus. I want him, I want the whole world to know his last words, especially, you know, when you get close to death, your words, they're a lot more valuable. You don't just blabber on and on and on and on because, you know, your time's almost out. So towards the end of Jesus' life, he has some really, really, really powerful words that we're going to look at uh, in this series leading up to Easter. And tonight we're going to start talking about tension and conflict and people who aggravate the fire out of you. Yeah, all that stuff. We're talking about that. And we're going to look at Jesus' not last words, but one of his last prayers. All right, so we're going to jump to John chapter 17, and we're going to look at verses 20 through 23. As we read through these, all right, guys, I want you all to think about maybe somebody in your mind who aggravates you, somebody in your mind who you can't agree with, you can't get on the same page with, you can't get along with, whatever it is. Think about that, because Jesus is actually praying for us. It's pretty cool. Check this out. Jesus says, I am praying not only for these disciples and the people that followed him at the time. He actually says, I'm praying for all who will ever believe in me through their message. Hey, y'all, isn't it wild? 2,000 years ago, Jesus was, like, praying for us. 
that's pretty cool. Like, he was praying for you. And that aggravating thing, that tension, that conflict, that issue, that problem that you have with that person, he's praying for you with it. And here's how he's, I, I, I mean, that blows me away. That's so cool that he was praying for us before, I mean, we were even around. Like, that's awesome. Here's how he was praying for us. Let's go to the next one. Jesus said, I pray that they will all be one. Just as you and I are one, as you are in me, Father, and I am in you, He's talking about my relationship with God. I want all these believers 2,000 years from now, I want them to be one. I know they're going to have conflict. I know they're going to have tension. I know they're going to have problems. I know they're going to have all these issues and reasons to not like somebody. But if you follow Jesus, right, I want them all to be one, just like me and my father, like that close. He says, may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me. Hey, Christians, follow Jesus in here. You know, it, it's about us being one and being on the same page, not just because, oh, I like you, I like you too, oh, you look so nice, your hair looks so No, no, no. It, it's not just like the surface stuff, right? Your relationship with other people is supposed to affect the rest of the world. And like if you have friends in your circle who aren't really sure about Jesus, and if they see you coming to Impact every Wednesday, reading your Bible, praying at lunch, and then all of a sudden you run off and start talking to people in a, in a completely different way, in an unloving way, that's not the best reflection for what Jesus was looking for here. He keeps going to the next one. Jesus says, I have given them the glory you gave me so they may be what? One, as we are one. I am in them and you are in me. God, my, since you're my heavenly father, what's so cool for all of us, Jesus, the guy who went to the cross for us and rose from the grave for us, and we're going to celebrate Easter in a few weeks because what he did for us his relationship with his heavenly father, that's the same type of relationship we can have with God. Isn't that really, really cool? And here, he, he actually keeps going with it here. May they experience such perfect unity. Everybody say unity. unity. I guess I don't have any Dave Chappelle fans in here. It's okay. All right. Uh, perfect unity. Unity. That the world will know that you sent me and that, check this. This is so cool. Guys, followers of Jesus, listen up here. I sent you guys sent me, why? So that they could know that you love them as much as you love me. Talk about something that will blow your mind. Jesus is saying, I want all these disciples 2,000 years from now, all these believers who are sitting in impact on a Wednesday night, I want them to know, right, that I love them as much as I love you, Jesus. That's crazy. Whitney and I, we've got Iris and we have Everly, our two little girls, and we love them to death. We absolutely do. And to see the love that I have as a dad for them, it's crazy. I'll be honest. I like them a little bit more than y'all. I'm sorry. I'm working on that. I'm working on it, okay? I know. Hey, but what, what's, so, what's crazy? Guys, stay with me, okay? What is so crazy? What is so wild? What is so radical? What is so awesome about our God is that he loves you just as much as he loved his only son who he sent to the cross, that's wild. You know why he loves us that much? You know why he wants us all to have this unity? You know why he, he cares so much about you? Because he wants you to have a relationship with him. And he wants you to have fulfillment in life from all the problems and the junk that you're dealing with. I know, I know, we're going to get into that in a little bit. We're going to get into that in a couple weeks too. But right now, what I want us to walk away from this is that God loves you as much as he loves Jesus. That's, that's awesome. And a big point for tonight is this. Jesus wants us Everybody in here, he wants us to be one. He wants us to be one. 
I'm not saying you guys stack on top of each other and do like a human pyramid. I'm not saying that. We'd have a lot of lawsuits and injuries and problems. No, but guys, when it comes to conflict, when it comes to tension, when it comes to things that aggravate the fire out of you and drive you crazy, everybody smack their lips at Whitney real quick. She can't stand it when you do that. Yeah, things like that that just irritate you. Hey, you have friends in here tonight that are doing that probably right now to you and driving you absolutely, completely, totally bonkers and insane. But Jesus wants you to find a way to be one with them. And you may be like, okay, well, what does one look like? I got a couple pictures for y'all. Maybe this, this can uh, speak y'all's language. When I think about somebody being one, one of the first things I think about is, is a movie that really, really made me cry a few years ago. Uh, it's tough. The ending, you know, Toy Story 3. Hey, and hey, guys in the room, don't act like you didn't get emotional when you saw this. Don't act like you didn't, okay? That's, real men cry when they see the end of this movie. Right, what happens? Like, lots of bear, the strawberry stinking bear, he betrays them. They are at the dump. And what happens when they're at the dump? Like, yeah, Lotso leaves them out there, and they're about to get tossed into the fire. So what, what happens in the, in the lava and the fire before the claw saves the day? What's cool is Buzz is sitting right here. All right, hey, y'all stay with me, stay with me. Buzz, Buzz is sitting right here in the middle, and they're all sitting there. They're, they're helpless. They're at a point where they feel like they have no other option, so they link hands. And they're all Andy's toys. So, hey, you know what? If this is the end for us, we're going to be one. Buzz reaches out to Woody. Woody reaches out, grabs his hand. And they say, we're going to be united. We're going to be one. Because we're all from the same person and Andy in this situation, right? Talk about being one. Another picture for you guys of everybody being one. Maybe y'all really excited about the sequel to this. Part two coming out next, next month. Yeah. Absolutely. Some, uh, some Avenger Marvel fans in here. I love this. Now, so guys, this was really big too. You, at this point in the movie, if you guys saw Black Panther, unbelievable, incredible, incredible, incredible movie, right? But something that was really unique and special about Black Panther, the movie, was their secret country known as what? Yeah, Wakanda. And they had what, what was their famous, valuable uh, uh, metal that they had? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, some vibranium. Yeah, yeah, vibranium. You were close, dude. You were really, really close. I get it. Guys, they have vibranium. Hey, and you know what they decided to do? Wakanda. It, it was the Wakanda idea and, and the way of life. Yeah, Wakanda forever, right? Hey, what they decided to do here in this situation, they said that they could not ever bring outsiders or people from other countries, the outside world, into their culture. They said Wakanda is us against the world. Like, we're just going to protect ourselves, right? We're about other people, right? Then if you saw Black Panther, Right, where T'Challa got it done, an unbelievable, incredible movie that came out last February. But in Infinity War, that all changed. And no longer is Wakanda just a secret place that's by itself over here. Wakanda says there's this really, really big and bad villain by the name of Thanos who's knocking on the door. And he's about to come in. And what we have to do is we're going to have to actually open up the walls of our country. We're going to have to release the invisible shield, and we're going to let everybody come in here. So we got my man here in the middle, Captain America, right? And then you got Black Widow, and then you have uh, Black Panther, and then you got a lot of other people who were there. And they had to open the doors, the gates, the invisible shield, wall, whatever you want to call it, to Wakanda so they could come and they could be one. They could stand united. Because if they didn't, they wouldn't have a chance with what they're about to face. Hey, and a lot of us guys, the reason, right, we're, we're supposed to be called to this unity, of, to, to being one, to standing together, linking arms, standing next to each other before battle. 
Hey, a lot of y'all, you guys are facing battle right now in high school. The temptations y'all face are real. In middle school, the pressure y'all face, the anxiety you have, the stress you have, how hard you try and be accepted and find a place where you belong, that is tough. I, want, I wish you guys could look at your small group tonight and be like, yeah, how cool would it be if we were united like this, if we were standing as one against whatever battle we're about to face. Hey, and the last thing I have for a picture of being one, being unity was uh, from weekend. I got a picture of late night at weekend, which was pretty cool here. Uh, guys, this was uh, about, eh, curfew was supposed to be 1130. It got bumped a little bit because worship was so fire that night. So we ended up being until about 12. And when worship got done, everybody just did a big dance party. They did Cupid Shuffle and they did the electric slide. And I don't know, I think is this the, uh, what is this you're doing, Zach? Is this the wobble? Macarena, 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 Macarena. Okay. What was so cool about this? <laughs> hey, yeah, all right, Zach, you don't have to do it again. Thank you very much. That's, that's fantastic. Okay, beautiful. Hey, guys, what was so cool about this night and this moment at the end of camp after a really, really big day for high schoolers, y'all, was everybody was exhausted, but when the band stopped, people wanted to keep dancing, and they wanted to keep going, and they wanted to keep having fun, and it was like all of a sudden, they became one. They tried to dance all together at the same time, but some of them are a little bit figuring, figuring out some dance moves, I guess you could say, because they were united. We were one, and it was so cool to have that feeling in the barn with everybody, you know, and if we're, if we're real as followers of Jesus, okay, if you've asked Jesus in your heart and to your life, he wants us to be one. He wants us to be united. And what's really cool is Jesus wants everyone, right, united to most importantly know God's love. He wants everybody to know that. So like Christians, you might look at your best friend who's also a Christian. Well, they already know about Jesus. Oh, that's good. Yay. Woo. -woo. Hey, there's other people in your circle. There's other people in your class. There's other people in your house, living at home, in your family. And guys, they might not know about it. So it's on us, us being one, us being united, us being strong together, man, to share that love. Because we just talked a moment ago about how God's love for us is the same as his love for Jesus. I mean, that's, that's a radical love that everybody else needs to know about. So uh, this might come across as a little bit harsh, but I'm just going to do it because I think you guys are mature and, and ready enough for this. So here's a statement I want you guys to read and check out. Um, the way we treat people right now, today, in class, in, at lunch, on the bus, at home at the dinner table, the way we treat people, Christians, if you follow Jesus, this is for you. The way we treat people, it's going to affect how others feel about Jesus. There is a very, 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 very strong chance that if you treat somebody poorly and they know for a fact that you follow and, and love and worship this Jesus guy, and if you're ugly to them, why in the world would they want to hear about Jesus? Think about it. And I'm not trying, the last thing I ever do with you guys, because I love you guys, I will never ever try and guilt anybody or make y'all feel bad. I want us to think about this. In middle school and high school, the way you're treating people, the way you're treating those people that aggravate the fire out of you and drive you insane and bother you and irritate you or your boss at work or your teacher or your coach or your mom or your dad, whoever it is, the way you're treating those people, if you claim to be a follower of Jesus and say, I'm one with Jesus, I'm united with Jesus, right, I'm one here, and if we're not treating them the white way, the, the white way, the right way, guys, it can affect how they feel about Jesus in the future. And that is such a scary and a dangerous 
place uh, to be. So guys, as we talk about everybody needs to be united to follow God's love, to rock with God's love. Uh, if we can, let's just jump um, to one of the last questions I have up there. Uh, I think you guys have probably heard about uh, some of these bracelets. It is titled HWLF. I have it on my wrist here. Some of you are like, what the crud is that? Okay, so here we go. So it is a HWLF bracelet. Now, this was something, if you guys were in the 90s, uh, leaders, yeah, where we at? Leaders, right, 90s, MTV, all that fun stuff. TRL, Carson Daly, he's still living. It's crazy. Uh, some of you are like, I was born in the 90s? No, I don't, I don't think any student, hopefully you were not born in the 90s. That would not, high school would be, okay, well, you're still having fun in high school. That's fantastic, okay? Hey, but... We talk about uh, he will love first. In the 90s, we had this thing called a WWJD bracelet. You guys still know about it. It's great. I mean, I have one. I think I have one like in every color too. And I used to wear them and they're really fun. And I've actually seen some of you guys still wearing them. I think it's a beautiful bracelet. I think it's a great bracelet, right? So hold on to the bracelet. I'm not telling you to get rid of it at all. But some guys in Georgia... I think it was, I think it was uh, last year, uh, one of our seniors, Emily Hanlon, was telling me about this, and she told me we have to order these bracelets because these guys figured out an answer to the WWJD question. I was like, oh, snap. They actually figured out an answer? Like, that's really cool. And here, here was their answer. You guys ready for this? They said the best thing that you would do if you want to answer what would Jesus do, you do HWLF. In other words, he would love first. Because here's the deal, guys. Again, if our goal is to be one, to be united, right, as followers of Jesus, he would love first. Like to any, any situation, any issue that you might be bumping up against right now, I don't really know how to handle this. Well, I'll tell you how you can probably handle it. Love first. Yeah, but no, Chris, you don't know about, hey, and if you were in a situation where some abuse or something serious or something happened to you, or you're in an unsafe home or relationship, please let your small group leader know. Because that that's not going to fall into this, okay? Ladies or guys, if y'all are in a place like that, we would love to help you with that. Everybody else, some of us, are, we're stuck with our pride and our stubbornness. And, man, I can't believe she said that about me. Or I can't believe he posted that about me. I can't believe, you know, we used to be best friends, and now we're not friends. I, I don't even know where your tension really came from. But for a lot of us, when it comes to conflict, when it comes to issues, when it comes to problems, if we really want to be one, if we want to be united, we try and love first. Hey, I know it's important to pray, and Whitney and I were talking about this. She said that, <laughs> I don't even know how to say this. Her senior girls are like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I, I pray for the person I'm not friends with. And I was like, oh, is that right, Whitney? She said, yeah, they pray that, like, something bad will happen to them. I'm like, whoa, you know, not like that, not like that. No, 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 I'm talking like, I don't know, like, they get their fingers stuck in the door or something in the car. I, I, I don't really know. What it is, okay? They, they don't pray negatively like that. And a lot of y'all need to get off your high horses because y'all are acting like, oh, I never pray bad about people. You probably do, right? right? So, hey, it's important to pray for people. It is absolutely important to be kind to people. It is absolutely important, right, to love people and to be there for people. But most importantly, okay, Christians, you got to love first because that's exactly what Jesus would do right now in your situation that's aggravating. That is causing a lot of tension, that's causing a lot of problems, a lot of chaos. What would happen if you tried to love that situation and love that person first before anything else? 
I don't know what your situation is. I have no idea. But I do know that when we leave today, uh, before you guys go to group, you guys are all going to get these bracelets. Whoa. All right. That is just, that's, that's great. Okay. So I'm glad y'all are so excited for a bracelet. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. Hey, so what I want you to do, all right, as you guys go out, let's get the last slide here, Aaron, if we could. Okay, what I, got, what I want you guys to do, you get your bracelet, and y'all can all thank Emily Hanley because it was her idea, and the senior girls, they're awesome. Yeah. Hey, as you guys get ready to, to go out, okay, and as you guys get ready to go to your group, and you might go ahead and bump into some tension, to some conflict, to some things that are aggravating. Hey, guys, stay with me. I want y'all to ask this question as you wear this bracelet. Don't matter, oh, this is a really nice bracelet. Yeah, it is. A really, it's, it's, it's cool. Okay, I'm glad you guys like it. We need to get this for y'all more often. Guys, when you wear it, look at it. Look at the letters. Think about it and say this. Hey, how are you going to love that person first this week? How are you going to love whatever the blank is for you, whoever it is, a parent, a sibling, a friend, an ex-friend, an ex-relationship, uh, wh whoever it is. That person that does not like you and never says anything positive to you whatsoever. I, I don't know who it is, but you guys, I bet you can all fill in that blank because we asked you about it earlier. How are you going to love them first this week? When you leave here, don't say, well, I'm going to love them. I'll start loving them tomorrow. No, 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 no. If it's somebody in your family, as soon as you get home, think about ways that you can love them and you can be there for them and you can actually kind of share some of that love that Jesus has for us. All right. Hey, and uh, last word for you guys. Christians, this is kind of real. Um, if you guys really want to figure out a way, I'm sorry, taking a picture. I love that. Uh, if you guys want to be real and be honest about like showing love to somebody and being united and being one in here, it is so big for us as followers of Jesus to do that. Hey, stay with me. Everybody listen. It is so important for us to do this to people who are not in this room. It is so important, all right, that is probably one of the most important things you can do, is to love other people first who do not come to church, who do not know God, who do not know Jesus, who might even be of a different faith or a different religion completely. Somebody who looks different than you, somebody who does not like you, somebody who has everything in the world against you. That, that's where this will cash in. If you guys want to be real about, oh, yeah, I'm going to love somebody first, okay, love that person first. Instead of just saying, "What? Well, I'm going to fill in somebody here easy. No, we got to love people outside this building. Because if we don't, then the love that God has for us, just like his son Jesus, oh, man, it will be such a shame for that love to go to waste. We need to share it outside this church building and share it with friends and people in your schools who don't know God. That's how you spread it this Easter season, y'all. Let's pray, and we get ready to go to groups. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all these middle schoolers, all these high schoolers. God, all these incredible leaders in this room. Thank you so much for what you're doing in all of our lives, Father. Lord, there are so many things that drive us crazy, that aggravate us, that frustrate us, that cause tension with us. God, I pray that when we feel that tension, when we get upset, when we get mad, that we can take a second to breathe, and we can take a second to love that person. God, we can love them first, just like your son Jesus loves us. Before anything else, help us to try and love that person and support that person, even when we don't want to. God, there's people in here who follow you, and we have tension with other people in this room who also follow you. 
Help us to try and get rid and get past that stuff tonight. There's people in here who don't know you, God, and I pray that we can show them your love by loving them first. And I pray, Father, more than anything else, that we can take the love that you have for us, the same love that you have for your son Jesus, and we can take it so far beyond impact in the church, and we can take it home with our families who don't, might not love us all the time. It's schools with teachers that drive us insane, with people that just get on our nerves, Father. Help us to love others first, just as your son Jesus did. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you would like to get more information on Impact Student Ministry or The Summit Church, visit us online at thesummitchurch.net.